Welcome to day 97 of the new way. I'll read Luke 7, 36 through 38. When one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him, he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. A woman in that town who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. So she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. As she stood behind him at his feet weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. I really struggled with this story when I was a child because I couldn't figure out how this woman would get inside the house of a rich man. So let's go back to the culture of Jesus's day. Number one, there was no air conditioning. Number two, there were no electric fans. Number three, it was very hot and dry. Number four, often the dining area was like what we would call a sidewalk cafe. It was in a courtyard out in the open air. There were probably servants all around swinging palm branches, trying to keep the guest cool. Servants, number five, servants were everywhere. Not only the, the house servants belonging to the owner, but the servants of each of the guests. So a new person would not be strange. Number six, the rich of that day placed their courtyards out in the open so that they could get the most of the breeze, but also so that they would be seen by others. It was not unusual for crowds together to watch special dinners happening, even though they were not invited in. I hope that makes it easier to visualize this scripture. Now let's continue with Luke 7, 39 through 50. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two people owed money to a certain money lender. One owed him 500 denarii and the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back, so he forgave the debts of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman, from the time I entered 
has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little, loves little. Then Jesus said to her, Your sins are forgiven. The other guests began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? Jesus said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Do you think Jesus knew who this woman was? I do. Do you think Jesus was teaching that Simon didn't sin much? I believe Jesus was saying that Simon didn't think he sinned much. He didn't think he needed forgiveness because he was filled with pride. Jesus knew the heart or core of both. I think Jesus was telling Simon that he had not been forgiven and was empty. Therefore, his love for Jesus was not overflowing. You cannot receive Jesus until you first discover how hopelessly empty and sinful you are. What do you think of this statement? When we realize how hopelessly sinful and empty we are, then we can invite Jesus in and let him take care of our sins. Then our gratitude will be overflowing. If you have invited Jesus into your God-shaped vacuum and he has forgiven your sins and has filled you with himself, I suggest you take a few minutes just to say thank you. I'll read Luke 8, 1 through 3. After this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out. Joanna, the wife of Chuzza, the manager of Herod's household. Susanna, and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. Now, it is significant that Luke mentions the women who traveled with Jesus and his apostles and took care of their physical needs like food and laundry. Some of these women were even able to contribute financially to help purchase the food and supplies that the group needed. Their contribution would have been overlooked by most scholars of that time in history. But Jesus was beginning to change the way society looked at women. And the result was that Luke 
considered this information noteworthy. In his service, Dale.